0: simple, reliable, and authentic. That is what you get in 10 minutes or less on the How It's Done podcast. Are you ready? Are business besties bad for your business? Find out on this episode of Authentic Selling TV. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's, oh wait, no, that's not right. Let's talk about business besties. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that can be. Love me some salt and pepper. Okay, we're talking about business besties. And you know what? I'm gonna lean in for this one because business besties can be triggering. I I, I have heard, I I, I I. I Maybe I'm a little nervous about this and I didn't know it. I have heard people talk about, I feel, and I've said this too, like, let's just be transparent. I've said it too. The online world can feel like such a place of a popularity contest like high school and when you get older or maybe you're more evolved when you're younger. You're like, I don't want to play that game And it can feel like all the best friends are affiliates for all, everybody, their own products, and they all get rich selling each other's stuff. And I hear you. I get it. I understand. I acknowledge that. And that's a very real part of this industry, right? A lot of people come up, came up together. A lot of people are affiliates for mega programs, and they're all affiliates for each other's. And it can start to feel a little bit like, Well, I'm never going to crack into this. I'm never going to be part of the business bestie club. And so is it even possible for me to make all these millions that all these people are talking about? And yeah, yeah, that doesn't feel good when you feel like, hmm. I'm not cool enough to be with the cool kids. Even if you don't want to be with the cool kids, you don't want to be rejected, right? So I got a funny story. I've never told this story before. You probably see the wheels spinning in my head. Like, am I really going to tell this story? I'm going to tell this story. I had a funny story to tell, or maybe an ironic story to tell about this. But when I started, there was a woman that I so wanted to be best good friends with. I always say best good friends like Forrest Gump. I wanted to be best good friends with her. And I wanted to be like, a guest on her stuff, and I wanted her to add my stuff to her program and I thought I, I thought I complimented what she taught really well. I mean, I thought I was gonna break into the business bestie circle twelve years twelve twelve years later, I still have not broken into the business bestie circle. I'm not ever gonna break into the business bestie circle and I realized that after about year 10 in business, like I'm never going to be invited to a seat at that table. And that's okay. Cause I'm really good at what I do. So I want to acknowledge that if you're having sort of these feelings, I hear you. I see you. I've been there. You're not alone. And that's kind of the ick side of business besties. And, and really, like if I play that whole thing out, Well, okay, maybe they don't want to be my friend. They obviously don't. Oh, wait, I I didn't tell my story. Hold up. Okay, so I saw this post. I got to be real careful how I tell this story. I saw this post about someone who was struggling. She's a really, really big name entrepreneur. If you're in the entrepreneur space, online business space, you would know this person. And she put that she was struggling. And she was struggling with something that she had moved to a place that I knew really well. She had moved to a place that that I had lived at one time in my life. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we're kind of in the same, like, you know, space and we kind of grew up in the same circles, but we weren't friends. So I reached out and I was like, Hey, I saw your post. Um, Hope you're doing well. I mean, she definitely knew my name. I definitely knew her name. We just weren't super close. And I was like, I saw your post about moving to this place that I had lived in the past and just wanted to let you know that I am happy to send some suggestions about great places to eat, great places to whatever. I have some friends that live there. If you'd like me to introduce you so it doesn't feel, you know, whatever. Like I I offered to be help and I was like, and I'm in that area often. So I'm happy to have lunch or something if it feels good to you. Okay. So the response I got back, and I don't even even know if this person saw my email, but the response I got back was, "Thank you, insert entrepreneur name is not in the business for new friends right now." That's it. And I was like, "Oh wow." So, couple of things. First of all, write a better email. Like obviously her assistant did it, write a better email. Like that's a crappy email. But secondly, um I had all the feelings. Like, oh, ooh, ooh. And kudos to her. Like, she didn't, she didn't want to be my friend. Totally okay, right? I am not everybody's cup of tea. I get that. I'm not even everybody's cup of whiskey. And I get that. But um, I had a lot of feelings. Like, oh man, what have I done that makes her think that she doesn't want to hang out with me? And what like a lot of mindset work. So I acknowledge that putting yourself out there and trying to break into the business bestie circle doesn't always feel super good. I don't think we handle that really well in this industry either. I do think there's this level of distance that we create that a lot of entrepreneurs create when they get to be a certain level. And I hate that because there's no hierarchy here. There's no, I mean, anyway, I hate that, but as bad as the business bestie circle can make you feel. Do you need a business bestie? I would have said no to that 12 years ago. Uh, 12 years ago, I was in Marie Forleo's mastermind and I was a hot mess, y'all. I was a new entrepreneur. I mean, I was in this mastermind that I was not prepared for. That's not a slam on Marie letting me in, by the way. I begged I sold the heck out of them on letting me in and why I was ready for it. But when I got in, I was not ready for it. But I learned a lot. And I'm so thankful for that time. And um, there was a woman by the name of Jenny She, some of you know her, who was also in this mastermind. And she called and introduced herself. Like she had like 15 or 20 minute calls with everybody in the mastermind. Jenny did. Jenny was a, a participant just like I did. I missed the call because I have ADD and blah, blah, blah. And those of you who know Jenny, like, scheduled. She takes care of business. And so I did not set up a good first impression, right? Did not. So fast forward to, we were in California at a business retreat as part of this mastermind. Jenny and I could not be more different. I love clothes and fashion and makeup and uh, drama, and Jenny is the exact opposite. She loves nature and cooking healthy food, and she is solo drama, whereas opposite is day and night. Yet somehow at this, we we're at a burlesque thing, learning to burlesque dance, Jenny and I kind of latched on to each other. And then from there, uh, Jenny, some of you may know the story, but Jenny posted in our sort of our our it was a Google group. Hey, I think I'm I, I I'm i pretty good at selling, but I think there's some stuff that I might be missing and I could be even better at selling. Does anybody have any books? So my response was, hey, Jenny, happy to hop on with you. I, I was a top performing sales rep for a decade. Don't know if I can help or not, but happy to hop on. And then 90 minutes later, Jenny said to me, Kendrick, you do not need to be a life coach. You need to be teaching this. And I was like, I don't know what I just did, but okay. So why am I telling you this story? Well, there are a couple of reasons. Number one, you can't force a business bestie. So Jenny and I, from that moment, Jenny helped me build my business. She's like, I can pull out of your head what you taught me. I can help you create this. She helped me name authentic selling. I helped her with her sales process. Like it became sort of a mutual Relationship. I paid her. I hired her as my coach, uh, and, then, and then and then we became friends. Um, and Jenny is my very best friend in the world. One of my one of my very best friends. Love her. Twelve years later, uh, she has supported me through thick, thin, through massive successes, through massive failures. And I hope that I've been a fraction of the friend to her that she's been to me. Because I am winning. If I'm doing that, what does all this have to do with you? And your business bestie. well, number one, you can't force a business bestie relationship. I mean, you just can't. I would have said I didn't need it. and oh, how wrong I would have been. I think I would have quit had Jenny not been in my life all these years. Um, and actually, let's go back. Maybe that's not number one. Maybe that's number two. Maybe number one is there's a there's an uncomfortable and a not fun side of business besties, right? When we see them all selling each other's stuff and yeah, I'm not in the market for friends right now. That that feels like not good. So there is that side. But the other side can be pure and genuine and a relationship that supports you through some of the hardest times of your business. But it's not something that can be forced. And so do you need a business bestie? Only you know the answer of that. But my experience would be Yes. Because when the whole world runs out and everything goes wrong and I want to quit and I want to burn it all down and I want to whatever, I call Jenny. Or when I don't know how to do something, I call Jenny. She's a great sounding board. We came up together. So lots of times we will be wrestling with the exact same problem that neither one of us knows how to solve. But it's nice to just have somebody to talk to about it. So do you need a business bestie? I don't know, but probably, probably. And let's face it. There are not a lot of people in my world, even 12 years later, who get what I do. So it's nice to have somebody who understands the lingo, who understands kind of the insanity that this industry can be sometimes, all the the, the wild stuff that goes on that you can talk about the bad stuff with. One of the things that I will be incredibly thankful for that Jenny supported me through was when we opened our cart in the middle of COVID, we had planned this launch and, and the, the webinar was the night that the president issued a stay at home order. People were not allowed to leave their houses. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Is it ethical to launch? Is it ethical not to launch? What do I do? And so having someone that I could call and just be really raw and really vulnerable with and say, help me think through this was incredibly helpful. So do you need a business bestie? I don't know, but my guess is yes. How do you guess is yes, not yes. How do you find a business bestie Um, organically? I hate that word, by the way. I hate the word organic. It always means slow. But what I want you to see is there are opportunities where we don't often see opportunity. I read this book by Jenna Fisher, the lady who played Pam on The Office. It's a fabulous book for anybody who um, likes, likes, likes acting or wants to know how somebody from Sweetwater, Tennessee might break into the acting world. She grew up in a really small town and it's about, it's really tactical and practical steps on how to break into the acting world. But one of the things that she talks about is how she got cast as the role of Pam. And she was, uh, in the entertainment industry, you workshop plays. So before the play is open or the musical is open to the public, you you workshop it for investors or for producers or for people to see if they want to invest in it. And one of her friends had written a play and she said, I was tired. I'd been on auditions all day. I had been working my day job. I did not want to go workshop this play. I didn't. But I went because... My friend needed some help. Well, it just happens to be that the casting agent for The Office was sitting in that community watching this play workshop. And that is the short story of how she got Pam. So I know how busy we all are. I know what it takes to run a business. There are a lot of things that you got to do. It's a lot to break into this industry. But sometimes... You find your business bestie or your big break or your whatever in the most mundane routine things. And the things that all of your life coaching may be saying don't do. I'm tired, my body doesn't want to go, I would be better off staying here, but I committed to going, right? I mean, I feel like we can get a little bit like, oh, well, if your body says don't go, you should trust your body. Yes, but whatever the right choice here is, I think for Jenna, she would say going changed her life, right? And for me, uh, saying I'll coach you for free, Jenny, changed my life. So I want to encourage you to look for opportunities to engage with people to be of service with people and not want anything in return, not look for an opportunity to sell them. Because I gotta tell you, what I personally got back from Jenny is worth more than anything I could have ever sold her. And I don't know, Jenna Fisher, but I would imagine that those royalty checks that she gets from the office being in syndication are worth a whole lot of being tired when she went to workshop that play. So do you need a business bestie? I don't know. I sure hope you find one because it's changed my life and it doesn't have to be forced and you don't have to be part of the cool kids and you don't have to do things that that feel gross. Actually, the best business relationships are the ones that are organic and the ones that are slow and the ones that start out by lending a helping hand. I feel like as an adult, I wonder if you feel this way. It's harder to make friends as an adult than it is in high school for college or whatever. And so it's almost like that part of my brain shut down. I'm like, I don't even know how to make friends anymore, right? But as this is the day before Valentine's Day, we're talking about relationships that are important. And my business wouldn't be here today without Jenny and without my relationship with her. So I hope you find your business, Bestie. I hope you find it in the most mundane, routine way. I hope no one ever tells you, I'm not looking for friends right now because that's not fun. And I hope that your business bestie pours into your life and your humanity the way mine has. That's my Valentine's Day wish for you. Before you go, ring that bell for more incredible tips like this and more transparency and truth about how you can find and close more customers. I believe in you and I believe in your business. Bye y'all and that they say is a wrap. I believe in you and I believe in your business. Are you ready?